Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company, presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Trent Mitchell. Trent bowled collegiately at Robert Morris University. Trent also recently earned his way onto Team USA in Las Vegas. Trent, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. All right, well, let's get into it. You had quite the week in Las Vegas making it onto Team USA. So I'm always curious. Let's begin with your preparations heading into the week, and then ultimately, obviously your goal is to to win like you did when the uh, the amateur portion of this but but um let's talk about your preparation and then realistically what were you thinking for yourself for the week as uh, what sort of goals did you set as far as goals i just wanted to of course make the team um i didn't want to give them the opportunity not saying that i was opposed to it but i didn't want to give them the opportunity to have to pick me because of, you know, all of the politics and everything that goes on and by me not being on tour right now and having that large resume, you know, amongst my peers, I just wanted to, you know, earn my way. And I felt like the best way to earn my way was to bowl my way on, you know, however that was going to be done. Um, as far as my training goes, um, I just put in a lot of work. <laughs> I, um, I practiced a lot, um, I didn't, you know, broadcast how much I practiced. Um, I just kind of kept that secluded. But I mainly, I practiced a lot, a lot um, behind, you know, closed doors where people wasn't noticing. Um, and I was in the gym a lot, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure people will be shocked to hear that. But I, I was in the gym at least five to six days out of the week for at least one to two to three hours a day. So Ooh, I, 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 I training a lot. <laughs> That is a serious schedule. And then, you know, for those folks, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will know um, what kind of a grueling week it is. But why don't you just kind of recap, I mean, a little bit. We're, how many games are we talking over? How many days? And and we're it's over five different oil patterns, like distinctly different oil patterns, right? Mm-hmm. So it was approximately, what, 30 games minimum, you know, s- subtracting practice session and, you know, everything else leading up to it. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. Now, how did you – how? similar or different did you or were you able to play all of those patterns were you really forced to a lot of different parts of the lane or were you able to kind of find a sweet spot how much did they change and did it affect like crossing and bowling with different styles you know there were a lot of two-handers there that a lot of times people say wow they really change or kind of tore up the lane condition a little bit what was that like for you bowling across all the different conditions all the different pairs and stuff um challenging it was hard (laughs) there was nothing easy about the whole week um, just to make it simple, you know, day one, I never moved. I pretty much stayed on five for all six games. Um, you know, every time I tried to move my feet, I left like a two eight ten or some nasty split. So I knew that, you know, that wasn't the direction I needed to go. So I was able to play, you know, one part of my game where I was just kind of able to stay in my zone and, and just kind of shake the ball as we transition. Um, day two, uh, they were hooking, and I made a mistake of not making the big jump left fast enough. 
And it was mainly because my ball never hooked in practice. It just skated all the way down. I was just like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to move in if my ball doesn't even turn over. <laughs> so uh, once I made this jump, um, I had to get left. And then when we got near the end of the block, like I had already gave it like a little loft on the lane. But it was like the ball wasn't making it down there. So I had to kind of really loft it. And I guess that's when um, I had that iconic moment where I kind of like lost it almost to the range markers. And everybody was, you know, shocked by it. Um, day three, uh, that was another medium pattern. Same process, just, you know, staying where I was and having to just chase it left because of everybody around me. And uh, day four was the longer pattern, and it was hard for me because I had people throw urethane <laughs> on the track with 32 mil. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I was kind of looking for Jesus <laughs> um, because my ball <laughs> never is. <laughs> it's like if my, if my ball got to the right a little bit, it sailed. If my ball got in a little bit, it checked. So I was just stuck <laughs> for at least five games. Mm-hmm. And then um, for the short pattern, um, it was I couldn't carry, you know, like I was already kind of against the wall with the guys that I was bowling with. And, you know, they're very talented and phenomenal men, especially, um, you know, with the angles that they play and the equipment and their reverence. So it was like, you know, if I missed in, it was a wrap. So um, it was just I was in the pocket consistently, but it was smash nine, smash seven, smash eight. I kind of pretty much left every single pin in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's tough, but one of the really cool things with this, like you said, is every day had a distinct feel to it, and then kind of the one cool thing with the format is they, they add up the, basically your finishes for each day, and then the lowest, uh, totals make it to the, to the stepladder finals, and you bowled some, some, a couple of really talented players there in the stepladder finals as well. I mean, I was, uh, I know a lot, of, there was a lot of people watching on that, that broadcast to see what was it like for you to get to, to get to bowl in the stepladder finals, and uh, w- w- did you have any kind of a different mindset or, or game plan for that as compared with your strategy during the week? Um, it was just more so I had to make the best shot that I could. Um, I could not focus on the outside noise or the outside influence because, you know, this stage that I was on doesn't come every day. And then the fact that we had COVID and I had to take an extra year off, it was pretty much two years before I was able to come back to this stage. And I knew that, you know, I didn't want to wait 365 more days, you know, to try this again. So I was like, well, this is your open opportunity. You better take it, you know, while it's here, you know. And if it's in my favor, you know, things will go my way. So I just focused on making the best shots that I could. Just I just made – I just kept telling myself not to give up because you never know. Mm. And Trent, you bowled collegiately as well at Robert Morris. So let's talk about um, let's talk about some of your collegiate bowling experience, and then what led to that being the choice. We always like to find out because there's always a, a story behind it. Why ultimately you chose to uh, to bowl at Robert Morris? Well, I chose to bowl at Robert Morris because at that time when I went to school, Robert Morris was the best. And we had the most talented athletes on the team. And, you know, I knew I didn't have a large resume, but I knew that, you know, I would have to elevate my game a little bit, you know, so that I could, you know, be a part of the team and hang with the best. And that was the reason why I chose Robert Morris. And also on top of it, it was kind of close to home. So I was like close to home, but like away from home where I had space, you know, without feeling like I had to, you know, catch a flight to get home, you know. Mm-hmm. And that is something with, you know, collegiate bowling. I mean, as far as kind of like the team experience and getting to, 
you know, compete on the teams. It's like with, you know, with Team USA as well, too. And, and there is definitely a different type of, uh, I think, an energy or a feel when you do get to, to compete as a team member. Now, of course, you qualify for Team USA as a, as a, you know, a solo as a single player. But then now that you've made the team, it kind of everybody sort of morphs into that team, kind of similar to the, the collegiate experience. So has, has this been a dream of yours for a while to, to make the team? Yes. <laughs> yes, it has. And um, yeah. I'm very grateful that I was able to accomplish it. Yeah. What uh, what kind of uh, anticipation do you have for uh, this year that's coming up? I mean, one of the things that I know that they do a, really a tremendous job of outside of the the competitions the, that they have set up for in the lanes, the, their training camp and the opportunity to work with some of the, the coaches, whether it's physical game or mental game play that they bring in. I mean, they've kind of got the best of the best there. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I um, I want to focus on enjoying the experience and learning as much as I can, you know, from the experience. But I also want to be a leader, and you know, in a sense, um, I want to utilize my platform that I have now to bring more positivity and more good to the bowling industry as best as I can. You know, um, I want to, you know, help break down negative stereotypes amongst the community and bring more positive light to bowling and hopefully help bowling grow as a whole. Do you, do you mind expanding on that trend? I mean, is there, is there a, a particular area that you're thinking and, you know, right off the top of your head that you want to, to really work on? I mean, our, our sport, it seems like we, the more people like you to better, you know, better with what you're saying there, because that is an issue that, I think we we all can agree on it needs to happen in our sport, but is there something right off the bat that you're thinking would be uh, we need to, uh, you know, that you want to focus on immediately? Not necessarily. I have, like, a lot of ideas, and, like, I don't want to give all my secrets away. But um, one thing I can kind of, like, pinpoint on, even though it's, like, like, not a main issue, but I had a gentleman come up to me saying that, you know, he appreciated my energy, and what the energy that I brought, um, I guess my passion for the sport. And he said that, you know, we need more people like you. So um, I guess I could say that I want to bring, you know, more passion, more energy, more emotion to the sport, but in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, no, that is, I mean, as far as the enthusiasm, the energy, I mean, some of that I would say it kind of goes into, a, a, I wouldn't say typically the mental game, you know, because a lot of times mm-hmm. people think of that a little bit kind of separately. Um, as far as that goes, but it is definitely related. And, you know, one of the things you mentioned earlier that kind of struck my interest a little bit too, was, as you mentioned, uh, as far as the gym or the, the physical fitness or the training aspect of it, what, what did that look like for you? You said you spent a lot of time in there. And I think there's a lot of people who are, are, you know, interested or say, boy, you know what? I, I really want to get stronger, have more endurance, get in shape, do whatever kind of stuff like that but they don't really know how to do it or they're afraid that doing so is going to hurt their bowling and not help it. So what do you, what can you help you know our listeners understand with respect to that? Well, the best way I can explain it is just through my eyes personally. Um, I know that I can't speak for everybody because everybody's different, but like what works for me is um, I do a lot of cardio training. I do a lot of interval training, like high-intensity interval training. Um, I also do a lot of strength training, and mainly my strength training is lower body and core. Because when we bowl, we I use my legs. A lot of people use their legs, but a lot of people don't focus on the core. And the core is what gives us balance. 
and what keeps us stable at the line and allows us to transfer our energy from the top of our swing, you know, off our hand down lane. So I make sure that I do a lot of core exercises like crunches, full sit-ups, you know, um, Russian twists, um, planks, you know, things of that nature. And then I also teach fitness classes too. So I kind of incorporate all of this together where I'm, you know, teaching and helping others in my classes get fitter at the same time, you know, training myself outside of my classes so that I can hit target areas that my body hasn't been working on or using that much since, you know, I used to be a swimmer. So when I quit swimming, like uh, certain upper body muscles that I used to use when I was swimming, I don't use them anymore. So now I have to incorporate that within my workouts outside of the pool so that I don't lose those body parts that I used to have. And Trent, have you um, have you been heading out to to team trials? Has that been something you always try to make? You know, when it when when it's going on, when when they have the trials, has that been something you've always done? You know, you've always made your point to head out wherever it is, or was this kind of a, a you know a year like you said you did a, did a bunch of training and thought you know you know what you wanted to give it a try? Um, no, team trials is my absolute favorite tournament of the year. Um, if I don't bowl anything else, I do want to bowl team trials because I love the format. Um, I love the fact that it's a grind, and I love the fact that it's hard, and I love the fact that you never have cushion within the tournament. Um, you know, it's every day you have to be on your P's and Q's. Um, so, yes, I um, I do team trials um, yearly. Um, I've been doing team trials since I want to say 2013, but don't quote me. Um, but I did it. Um, I've heard about team trials when I was in junior gold, and um, when I had the opportunity to go, I just fell in love with it. And each year, um, it allows me to see the areas in my game that I need to improve on. So I use that as kind of like my, I guess, gauge to decide what else I need to work on to make my game stronger. And then each year, I retest myself. It's kind of like a big test for me for the year, personally, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely does. And, you know, one of the other big tests in bowling is the USBC Masters. It's going to be uh, back there at the Gold Coast in Las Vegas this spring. Is that something you're you're able to attend this, this coming spring here, having a feel for that place a little bit? I guess I'm giving away, I'm giving away one of my secrets. But, yes, um, as of right now, I plan on attending the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you what, one of the things as far as that goes is, uh, you know, like I, I mean, you said the grind, that, that, that's definitely a tournament. There is a, a lot of uh, focus on, you know, spare shooting and, and making it through and advancing through the rounds. And, uh, man, I got to tell you what, if you bowl uh, in the Masters like you did here in this uh, Team USA trials, I, I got to see you going a long ways. Mm-hmm. I'll probably break the Internet. <laughs> 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 well, and I tell you what, lastly, I, I won't uh, – I won't try and squeeze any more of your secrets out of you. So we'll just leave it be there, Trent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, Trent Mitchell, I want to thank you, the, the, the newest member of Team USA. It, uh, you can tell the positivity and, and just the enthusiasm in your voice there, Trent. So uh, Team USA, we're all lucky to have you on the team. And, and, um, and by all means, enjoy your time with the team this year. And we want to thank you for joining us on the podcast. And all the best of luck with all your bowling that you have. It sounds like you got a lot of stuff co- uh, going or coming on as we head into or continue uh, into this new year. So all the best of luck with everything you're out there uh, shooing up in bowling. And we will be uh, catching up with you again here down the road. 
Okay, well, sounds good. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being here.